I Love Mortgage Brokering, episode 155. Where the best mortgage brokers get better. I Love Mortgage Brokering with your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. It's Scott Peckford here from I Love Mortgage Brokering. Today on the show, I have Lori Rasmussen from Mortgage Architects. She was on the show way back on episode five, so that was a long time ago. And she's a huge producer, and I wanted to get back on the show to find out what's happening in her world, how she's adapting to the changes. And originally, when I'd asked Lori to come on the show, she said to me, you know, we don't really do anything special. We just do what we do. But if you actually knew her volume and the number of deals they do out of a little town in Cochrane, Alberta, you'd be, you'd be, your mind would be blown. But in any case... So Lori and I, we have a great conversation. She runs a really tight ship with her business. They have a policy where whenever somebody contacts their office, they will phone them back within 30 minutes. That's with whether or not it's an approval comes in, you're gonna get an update within 30 minutes, whether you reach out to them. They have no voicemail in their office, so that means that somebody will pick up the phone when you call, which is completely like mind-blowing. And one of the big things I picked up from her the first time I interviewed her was at 10 a.m. she does updates to all of her clients and referral sources at where their deals are at. And I implemented that in my business. And honestly, you'd think I had, you know, created something amazing. My realtors and my referral partners loved it. They love getting updates and it was a huge benefit for my business. So I think you're going to really enjoy this talk with Lori. She's an awesome broker. Check it out. This episode is sponsored by Pioneer West Acceptance Corp. Pioneer West is a private lender in BC and Alberta. Now, normally when we have a sponsor for the show, it's because I can personally use their product or service and give it a 100% recommendation. In this case, it's a little different. I personally don't do B deals. So I decided to do some background checking on the crew at Pioneer West, and I found everyone said they were fast, down to earth, and underwrote deals if they made sense. Another cool thing, Pioneer is really fast. In most cases, they'll give you a turnaround time in two hours or less, which is crazy. So if you're a broker looking for a B deal in BC or Alberta, check out Pioneer West and tell them you heard about them on I Love Mortgage Brokering. They're big supporters of our community. And if you can send them any love, that'd be great. Check them out at pinerwest.com. This show is also sponsored by clientcaller.com. After 150 plus interviews, I can tell you with absolute certainty, one of the most effective ways to increase your business is to consistently phone your past clients. The key word is consistent. I can also tell you that most brokers, myself included, struggle with this because we get too busy working on deals, dealing with issues. So the client caller is an amazing service where a professional calling assistant calls your past clients for you. Cool thing is they use your phone number on the caller ID, your voice on the voicemail. They have seven different scripts that they use and our callers are located in Canada and they love talking on the phone. Any leads that they generate from that, they get pushed back to you. It's a fantastic service. Full disclosure, I'm a partner in this business. Check them out at clientcaller.com and tell them you heard about them on Out of Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Lori, welcome back to the show. Hi, how are you? Great. Do you know that you were on episode number five? And so that was like 148 eight episodes ago or something crazy. Yeah, seems like maybe yesterday, but I guess it was probably about two years ago. Yeah, so thank you for coming back. And so I'm going to, I've uh, hopefully gotten a little better at interviewing since we originally chatted, but I'm going to, I want to kind of go through this new set of questions that I have and just really pick your brain. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself? So anybody who hasn't heard the, the first show, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your business? Sure. I always have this little saying, I'm just a small town girl living in a mortgage world here in Cochrane, Alberta. We're in a little town just west of Cochrane, probably around 22,000 people. I think our, our, I've figured out our prime purpose in life is just to help others, to give to others and, and make others' lives a little bit better. So 
we're just having fun here, showing people the value um, what we're bringing to them, their clients, and and how we can make a difference in their business. So we're really just doing mortgages every day and and trying to increase the awareness of what we actually do. And so you're in Cochrane, but you your business is not just in Cochrane, though, correct? No, we cover um, majority of our business is still coming out of Calgary and uh, just parts of Airdrie. I would imagine. Uh, I think probably a lot still from Airdrie because we were there for six years as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you guys do a ton of business, and I would think that if it was just in Cochrane, you would, there would be wouldn't be much room for uh, anybody else. Yeah, no, and it's funny because Cochrane is actually one of the fastest growing places right now. There's supposed to be um, 60,000 people here in the next 10 to 15 years. So we're really trying to tap into the market here, but it's it's a slow burn. It's like everything else. you got to have a reputation and, and keep working on it, right? Mm-hmm. So how did you get into the mortgage biz? Well, that was a funny story because I was in sales all my life. I was working in the airline industry and then I took a buyout there and then I ran into new home sales because my husband was working for a large builder and I knew a lot about houses, so I thought I could go do that. And then I was working every weekend and every evening and a realtor came through the door and said, Lori, why don't you do the mortgage side? And I said, oh, I can't do mortgages, but I actually did that and I thought my hours were going to be amazing, but they're actually nine to nine now instead of just from 12 to five on weekends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so I basically just transitioned from new home sales right into the mortgage uh, scenario. So you said your current office hours are nine in the morning till nine at night for your mortgage business? Yeah, Monday to Thursday are pretty much chalked nine to nine. And it, and it's my choice. Like it's, I don't have to do it, but I work, I'll talk about that a little later in the interview too. But that, those are typically hours for me and I'm still working the odd weekend too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can you tell me about a quote that's really had an impact on your life or business? Yes, I have. um, One of my favorite ones is success is never owned. It's only rented and the rent is due every day. And that's um, from a gentleman by the name of Rory Vaden. I've heard that quote before and I've heard other people say it. So tell me how you apply that to your actual life. Because I love that quote about the idea that you're never finished, right? It's not like you're like done. So how do you apply that to your business? Well, the funny thing I think too is you lose sight. Sometimes, you know, things are going really good in a really strong market. You're you're cruising along and I've learned that this year. This has been a little bit of a tougher year for us. And so what I always say is never never take for granted what you already have. And and you have to pay attention to what's going on every day in your business because it's it really is only it's just it could be very short lived and it can be very good. But I think at the same time it's like everything else. If you don't be committed and, and don't stay with what your your plan is. You know, you could certainly lose already what you've built. So I always say every day is really important. Every day, no matter what you're doing and you have to do it well. And so how long have you been in the business? Mm, just probably cruising up to 13 and a half, 14 years, I think. Okay. And so, yeah, you're right. you got to continually. And so the market in your area, how has that affected your business? I know it's not, it wasn't on my list of questions, but I know that uh, the Alberta market has taken a bit of a, a beating in the last bit. So how's it going right now? It's actually getting a little bit better. I probably had my worst January in 10 years, just mm-hmm. this year. And it was really bizarre. And it's we came off a really, really big year last year. And then all of a sudden, January hit. So I think we're on the tail end of really what's happening in Alberta with the unemployment's quite high. We're hearing all this job creation, but I think it's in, in, in you know part-time this and part-time that. It's not really what the oil guys really want to do to get back in the field. The way I look at this, though, when when you're in a downturn and and it it is uh, certainly 
just starting to pick up now. We're back on track now for what we're doing in numbers, let's say, last May. But um, every day is exciting to me. I, I, I get the opportunity to do something special for someone. So I look at it that way, and it gives you time to turn around and go, what is it we're not doing? And I've spent a lot of time in the last maybe two months just going, I'm going to make some changes. And it's been exciting because we've done the same thing for so many years and it was working, but it's not anymore. So I don't have enough hours in the day now to make new things happen and figure out where we're going to go and find some new business. This is interesting to me because I know you, you've built a very successful mortgage practice and you're very systematic and organized. So what's something that was working but isn't working now? I think I was just not spending enough time showing referral sources what it is we do what we do that's different than other people. And so I'm spending a lot more time in trying to show the referral sources, you know, here's what we're offering. This is what we do. Because I thought they just knew what we did, but they don't because we're just taking care of their clients. But when you actually sit down and you've got a, let's say a, a presentation, I'll walk into, let's say a builder, have a little meeting with them and I'll show them the actual content of how we handle a customer and they sit there and they go, holy smokes, we had no idea you were doing all these things. And I, and I didn't think they were special, but they are special. And, and when you sit there and they just go, wow, we just love this kind of stuff because they feel like they're well taken care of. Actually, that's interesting you say that because I remember when I originally said to you way back in episode five and I was like, hey, I want to get you on my show. And you're like, we don't really do any. We just do what we do. We don't do anything special. But then when I start talking to you I'm like, oh, my gosh, actually, you, the things you're doing are not what everyone else is doing. And it's part of the reason you guys have had such success. But so what is one of the two things, what are, what are some of the things that the builders in particular are like, hey, we love this that you guys, I know that you're good at communication, keeping everybody in the loop, but what kind of things do you guys do that make builders go, hey, you guys are awesome? Well, the first thing we've implemented, which we've changed over the years is we're guaranteeing a 30 minute turnaround. Mm -hmm. So it uh, doesn't matter if it's a, an email or a phone call that comes in. Well, it's actually 30 minutes or better. So it's anything that comes into the emails, they have to be replied within the next 30 minutes. So if you have an approval, you have to be on the phone in 30 minutes calling the referral source. Plus, then you got to call the client. So everything's a 30 minute clock. Okay. Inside the hours between nine and five. Okay. So once you start making that promise, though, you have to really do it because I'll walk into the builder and, I, you know, it's really working well, though. They love it because they know we're going to be on it. They actually know when we don't respond that there's something going on. They'll phone and say, hey, we haven't heard from you guys. So we work really hard on a 30-minute turnaround. Uh, we've, we've done that. And then I've just, what I've done with the referral sources and, and some of these builders is we've started a VIP club for them. Mm -hmm. And then we, so I've gone in and I, I'm showing them what we're going to promise to do. And it's just making a, a commitment to them on how we're going to handle the client and what we're going to do for them throughout the process. Mm -hmm. What percentage of your business would you say is related to builders? About, I'd say, 50%. It's actually gone way down. Okay. Was it higher before? Yes. And But is that is building down, though, in your market right now? It's just starting to pick up. Some of the builders I was working with really reduced their numbers, and some of the new builders we've picked up are making up for those losses. So we're, we're that's what's changed for me, Scott, since I've talked to you last, and, and even from last year, and that's one of my failures here. I know you're going to ask me one of those questions. Okay, so let's do that. Yeah, what is a failure, and what did you learn from Yeah, so I had a large account with one of the builders, and we've lost part of it. Okay, so instead of dealing with 15 solid referral sources from that builder, we're probably cut in half. 
mm-hmm. maybe about seven of them. I've tried to find out, you know, what is it we're, we're doing? What are we doing wrong? There's nothing really in particular that they've ever come back because I've done all that homework. But what I learned is that that's where I'm talking about there's nothing is forever. Things can change and you got to be better on your game every day and find out really what those referral sources, what's important to them. Because mm-hmm. it's everyone's different, right? Like some of the girls want it like this and the guys, they don't care. Really, I'm trying to find out, and we talked about this with Darren Hardy, is finding out what's important to that one referral source, no matter what. You've got to find that out. It's no paintbrush. And that's how we lost some of them because we, we treated them all exactly the same, but it didn't work. What are you doing in order to to determine what's in, are you sitting down with them and saying hey is there like a process you're putting in place to figure that out or like what's that look like yeah exactly right i'm just meeting with them i'm sitting in their show home i book myself an appointment with them and then i sit down there and i find out what do you want me to do what's going to make what's going to make your world turn and then they they tell me and it could there's some of them want referrals some like you know some of them want gift cards it gets crazy you you don't realize what people want Mm-hmm. until you really ask them, you know, what's important to you and, and, and finding out what we were doing wrong. And actually it's, it's quite cool because I've got three of them are back now. Right. Just going back there and sitting down and saying, listen, what is it we can do? Right. And, but I don't walk in there with just the business cards and stuff. You, you've got to come in and like, I, I really find the PowerPoints are working really well. Well, you present well, so and if you and you know what you're talking about, so I could see why that would work well. But you're right, so it's not like it's a one recipe. Everybody gets the same hamburger. It's like, hey, I gotta figure out what makes them tick and what's gonna build that relationship, and then do that. And so I want to come back to something you mentioned, though the 30 minute guarantee. So how do you deliver on that? Because I know you guys are busy. So how do you deliver on this 30 minute communication guarantee? Well, there's four of us here, right? So everyone's, we, we dole out the customers, like, you know, so-and-so is always dealing with the same person and we're, we're sitting within four to six feet with somebody and I've got that email, I've already replied, that kind of stuff. And we know who we're, you know, we're dealing with and stuff like that. But if we don't have the information on our fingertips, we just reply back or call them, give them a quick call back and say, we've got the information, we're just waiting on this. Right. So it's just about the communication, but we're guaranteeing you're going to have something from us in 30 minutes. Right, which is awesome. Communication is, even if the, everybody wants a slightly different, you know, maybe like you said, some people want gift card, whatever, but everybody's still going to value communication. Like that's still going to be something that everybody's going to be, nobody's going to be like, I want less communication from you. Exactly. And then I, I always use that same one, which we, we do is every morning at 10 o'clock on waiting on every approval. We still go back to every referral source and every client and say, we haven't got back from the lender yet. This is where we are, you know, sitting at Genworth or whatever. Every day we do that too. Every day we're waiting on an approval. We inform the customer that we don't. Have we implemented that. And honestly, it would blow my realtors minds with it just being that much on top of up with updates and they're not having to call you looking for them. When you told me that whole 10 a.m. update thing, I was like, man, that's a good idea. And then if something comes in later on, you just get back to the men, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's really good. So do you have a morning routine that you do to kind of get your day rolling? I'm up at 630 in the morning. I drink a lot of coffee and I drive my kids nuts with my one-liners. That's what I do every morning. I'm a night hawk, right? My routine starts at five o'clock. That's why I'm working usually a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Office closes at five. Then I start to work on my own development, my prospects. What am I going to do with that one referral source? You know, I, I think really, I think it's, I was just born at midnight and that's when I, I feel good. I'm totally the opposite. I am like nighttime. I am a wreck. I can't think straight. I'm like, so you have a development, you said, is that like a building project you're doing? No, just my own. 
I'm trying to put more time into myself. Uh, so I'm always spend about an hour a night just either uh, reading, researching what people are doing, looking online, following people, listening to podcasts, doing these kinds of things. I, I usually take at least an hour a night. Right. So it's kind of like sharpening your saw so that you're more effective in all of your things you're doing. Yes. Okay. So now I've noticed talking to successful mortgage brokers, there's kind of three parts. There's leads, there's team and there's systems. And so on the lead side, you'd mentioned about 50% of your business comes from builders. Where does the other half come from? Uh, the pipeline. So existing clients, uh, we've picked up a few realtor offices in the last uh, year and a half, two years. So really where are the leads are coming from? They're, they're coming from the people that we exceeded their expectations and we did more than they ever expected. I've looked at this and, and it's just an array of all kinds of things, right? It used to be from the builders and stuff like that, but we're so fortunate to have touched those clients and now we're touching their friends and families, right? So that's, it's coming from a lot of places, but I would say existing clientele is really where it's coming from. Now. The biggest chunk of it, right. And so when you say you're exceeding expectations, so what's something you obviously the communication for you guys is key. Is there anything else you're doing specifically for your clients that are like, hey, this is, you know, that they're delighted or wowed by? It's so weird. It's the communication. It's the phoning. We make sure that everything's there on time. When you're moving in on that day, we make sure you have your keys. We're calling you that day. We're emailing you. What can we do for you? And then we, you know, we pop those pizzas and we have things on moving days, all those birthdays, all those things. Those are just normal for me. I think what people need to do and what I've worked on is, is called a reputation. Uh Just having a reputation of doing a fantastic job of what you're trying to get done. And that's just getting them into a home on time. Right. Okay. I mean, we do little gifts and things like that, but I think everybody's doing stuff like that. It's nothing special. Uh Right. But just being really good at getting to know that client and making sure it's on time every time. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. So then tell me about your team in terms of like who's on your team and what what do they do? There's four of us. There's four ladies here. We're all women, and women are becoming very popular, uh-huh. according to Darren Hardy. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Oh, that's too hilarious. So we have got two in the role of like the super sales agents, people that do all the selling. Phone call comes in, and um, we don't have voicemail. Uh-huh. So we're also very – that's one thing I can say we do is we answer our phone. You don't have voicemail at all? like No. Only after hours. If I tried to like get past all of your people, what if what if all four people are on the phone? What happens then? Oh, then it'll jump onto another line. That'll be the only time during the day. You're exactly right. Yeah, we have the four lines. And then, yes, obviously, if it'll phone in, it'll never ring busy, but it'll jump onto the, yes, it'll answer the voicemail. But each individual girl's like, we don't have our own. We just answer the phone and then we're old style. We're just handed over. Here's your message, you know, and then you have that 30 minute rule. So we don't have, we don't spend time checking voicemails. It's heaven. I can't even, I don't even know. I can't handle listening and punching in all the numbers every two minutes. Uh So we just take a paper message, be honest with you still. And then we also always have track of that. You never lose that message. Right. And you guys sit within proximity of one another. So it's really easy to like kind of hand a message over. Hey, you know, call her. Okay. So there's two salespeople. So a lead comes in. They would be the point person. Do you do that as well? Or what do you do? 
yeah, I do that. I, I do that. I'm, I'm trying not to do too much of it. But yes, I still take a lot of the um, applications, but outside of ours, right? Like I'm, I'm the weekend person and I'm the five to nine gal. Believe it or not, I take a lot of applications in the evenings and I'll handle those appointments. Mm-hmm. And then I've got one of the gals. She's the super customer care agent. Uh, she does all the back end, all the accounting, all the customer retention, all the CRM, making sure everything's done, like payroll and all that kind of stuff. And I, I actually oversee the office, but I take care of everything outside of the office. Like I call it, I'm the outdoor person because everything that's got to be taken care of, if it's marketing, I'm in control of my own marketing and my own sales. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And that's what I love to do. Right. We were actually, we keep talking about Darren Hardy's, but we were just, you and I were both at this event, just not recently. And so he was talking about two things you don't outsource is, you know, counting the money and sales and marketing. doesn't mean you do it all, but you need to be aware of what's happening in it. So you're basically out building those relationships with builders, the strategic partnerships, and then the team basically manages the, and so your salespeople, do they handle the file from start to finish? So if they get a lead, do they take it from like phone call to compliance or where, what's, how does that work? Yes. Yeah. They just don't do more. Um, the one gal does all the compliance. So yeah, had just the call comes in to finish 100%. Right. So then there's not like, um, there's no uh, confusion, possibility of confusion on a file or anything. No. Okay. So then that sounds good. So you obviously got your leads figured out. You got a really, really tight team. How long have these people been working with you? Minimum five years and we're up to nine, five and nine years. On all three of them, yes. In terms of systems, you obviously got to have some kind of system. What do you use for a CRM and how do you keep all the, you know, track of all the leads and stuff you guys have going on? We are using GoMax and um, we've been using them for a long time. We're not using it to the maximum capacity we should be, but we use it. We are also... I'm just waiting for this Newton thing to come out, this new uh, velocity. Yes, sorry. Mm-hmm. that's I, I, I just have Newton on my brain. So, yes, we're waiting for that to come out because we're going to jump on to uh, Mortgage Architects has an Eximius product. It's it's actually pretty cool. It's just that I, I'm not going to jump onto it till I know exactly what I'm dealing with. And we have an in-house – this sounds crazy, but we have an in-house filing system here mm-hmm. that's very old, but it's just right on the PCs. We've got shared drives and stuff like that. Like we also still have paper files, mm-hmm. but we track things like bandits. And, and so we have, you know, where the customer is all the time. Okay. So you couldn't work outside of the office. That's the only detriment. The way we do it, you would have to be here. Mm-hmm. And I think we just do a better job in the office. We're always aware if, if a client calls in and I'm on the phone or someone else is on the phone, you can jump in and see exactly where that deal sits. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it works really well for you guys are a very hands-on though type of yes. operation, right? Yes. Okay. That's good. And then so, but you're going to look at expanding into some possible other software soon. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's just about just like we're always looking to get more efficient, right? And that's where... It just seems like it's been evolving all these years. There's something new all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And then I don't quite get there because one of my goals this year is a brand new website and I'm working on that now. So I also have to tie that in to what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It all has to match. (laughs) It's got to, yeah, it's got to sync. So I haven't got that part of it done yet, you know, and there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. It's just not efficient. We're not efficient enough. I already know that could be fixed up a lot, but it's working Mm -hmm. for us right now, right? So... So what's the best business advice you've ever received? There's a couple of things. You attract attention with generosity. So I always say this to people. It's really easy to go and do things for people. It doesn't have to be money. 
It can be anything. Just finding something three days a week of doing something that's generous. Okay, maybe it's making a phone call to someone that's in the hospital. It's just little things like that. That attracts a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to do way more business if you can just find the line of expectation, find out what it is, and then go ahead and try to exceed it. I totally believe that there's always a little bit more we could be doing. I totally believe that. And I think if you can get an excellent reputation where you are with your people that you're working with, that it's going to really help you just go to that next level. Right. Yeah, no, that's good. That it's the reputation of people call you and say, you know what, I, I hear you're the miracle worker. I hear you're this. And I just start to faint when people say that. But you want them to think of you when there's a problem. Right. Yeah, that's that's good. So I love that idea of finding the line of expectation and then exceed it. You know, it's sort of it's just a good mental picture of how we need to be running our businesses now. In particular, yeah, I think customer experience is so important. You guys have got a good handle on that. You know, no voicemail, 30 minutes, you know, you'll, you'll get contact within 30 minutes. So that's awesome. So now can you share one thing about yourself you can't find on Google? I can't dance and I love hockey. Uh, who's your team? Well, I'm a Tampa Bay fan. They're not really in the playoffs this year, but that's my my team now. And I used to be a Chicago fan, but I jumped off that bandwagon. Okay, but not not Calgary or no, really. Well, the Oilers are kind of in the background because I'm surrounded by so many Oilers fans. But uh, yeah, no, I'm sticking with the Tampa show for now. Right. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to move some rapid fire questions. You can answer these as shorter sure. answers if you like. So, what's the number one thing holding back most mortgage brokers from being successful? Not going. Going the extra mile and finding out how you can grow personally. I think we quit learning, we get complacent, and we don't do anything for ourselves. Right. And that's some of the things you're actually working on right now. You're like, hey, I got to, as an area I need to focus on. Yeah. And you have to really look at, trying to find ways. Like, I'm, I'm always looking at ways to go into someone's office, whether it's a realtor or not, and, and going, what can I do to make them look really good? Like, you know, and we've talked about some of those things the last couple of weeks. What is it you can do from the heart that's going to make your referral sources feel good and look really good in the, in the eyes of their clients? Mm-hmm. I think that's what's holding most people back because as soon as you can let go of the eagle, you learn a lot. Totally. What's one thing or habit things made you successful? Urgency. Solution. Uh, I think we're, we're, we have solution options for people. We're like solution specialists and that we can fix your, your problems and make it go away without even really feeling it. Every minute counts and, and never give up and the clients can feel that. So do you have one software or app you can't live without? I like Twitter. Short and sweet. Do you? I like Twitter the best. Yes. Uh, who do you follow on Twitter that you like check out like almost every day just out of curiosity? I follow all the hockey people so that's interesting but I, I like she used to be on the Dragons, the Barbara, Barbara Cochran or whatever her name is. I, oh, yeah. She's pretty awesome. She's got some pretty good stuff. You know, she's pretty entrepreneurial, so I always read her stuff. But I read everybody's stuff. <laughs> right. I listened to a great interview with her, actually, which I'll send you. I don't know if you've heard it, but she gives a great podcast interview. She's from the Shark Tank, you mean? Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. I might have been on the wrong show there. Yeah. Shark Tank is what I'm thinking. But she's, yeah, this is what I'm thinking of. It was a great interview. I'll send it. So if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It's The 10 Simple Secrets of the World's Greatest Business Communicators. I've never heard of that. I'll get you one. So 10 uh, Simple Secrets of the World's Greatest Business Communicators. The author is Carmine Gallo. And it's good? Unbelievable. Hmm. Yeah, it's my favorite book. I'll get you one. Yeah, that, thank you. Um, so here's the last question. 
uh, the DeLorean. Remember the movie Back to the Future? Yes. Yeah. So if I could put you in the DeLorean, send you back to 13 years ago and you were starting your mortgage business and you could say, Lori, you got to pay attention here. I got to give you three pieces of advice for your future mortgage business. What three things would you say to yourself? Know what you're doing before you even start telling people what you're doing. You got to know what's going on in the industry, be able to walk into someone and be comfortable and letting them know because they, they'll never feel confident with you until you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Number two is get some marketing help. I do have nothing to do with marketing. I still don't. And I'm I'm learning now that that's a really important key. Mm -hmm. And how do you become that person that people want to do business with and find out how you're different and how you're going to be different? Right. So figure out sort of what you're, what's unique about your offering or your, yes. Yeah. That's really good. So, and where can people find you online? Uh, Just at uh, laurieamp.com. And I probably should change that because it's really hard to, remember the AMP, but <laughs> that's what the website change. It's coming. Right. So com, And it's L-O-R-R-I-E. AMP, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Anybody listening can get links, show notes, everything we talked about. Lori, I really appreciate your time today. And I know that you're always willing to you know reinvent yourself and build a bigger, better business. So um, I'll pr- in two years, we'll chat again and be like, hey, what's happening now? And you'll be like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe it. So that sound good? <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you do, you'll get three deals in the next week. Okay, that's not entirely true, but we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can check out everything at ilovemortgagebrokering.com. See you next week.